Hey guys, you know me, I'm all about the easiest way to make a podcast, and I've decided to go with this podcast on Anchor, because number one, it's free, but it's a creation tool that I can do anywhere at any time on my phone or my computer, and I can edit my podcast right then and there. I can add music to it, I can add sounds to it, and it will be distributed anywhere and everywhere spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, but my favorite pocket cast and i can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership now at my last podcasting host i had to have 500 downloads a week even to get minimal payment this you do, don't have to do. Make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, this is Sam with Daily Sports Betting Overtime Podcast. Yes, I know, I'm back finally. I took a couple days off to chill out and get everything ready, put numbers in of the teams that were in the tournament that maybe I hadn't been collecting numbers on, and to listen to different people and just get prepared, because March is where you make money. Now, the expert uh, sports handicappers try to hit between 57 and 60% for the whole entire tournament. So, I am not an expert, so I am setting my goal at between 53 and 55. That'll allow me to make money. Today, I'm going to give you my picks that I'm betting today, Saturday, uh, March 20th, 2021. I'm also going to give you five hockey picks. You know how I love to bet a lot of different games. Here's the thing. I am going to bet some overs or some overs and unders because I've got two unders. And then I'm going to bet some spreads. So I want to make you guys aware of that. Um, Some games you're going to hear me say, I'm not real sure about this. But, and I may end up telling you I'm going a half unit. Remember, a half unit is half of what you normally bet. Now, a lot of people, what they do is say, I'm only going to bet this much on the tournament. Well, you need to divide that by your games or by the weeks or however you want to do it. And then that comes out to be your unit. So, if you only want to bet a half of a unit, then you would only bet half of that. So, if your unit comes out to $10, that you're betting $10 a game, if you're a little leery or you're wanting to fade something you're not quite sure of, you can always bet $5. Also, you don't have to bet every game. Just go down through the ones you think you're sure of or somebody has really convinced you to bet then you bet on those. You don't have to bet every game. Or throw a dollar on there. Who knows? You might win. So let's go through the games. I'm going to start kind of towards the end of the day um, with Oregon and Virginia Commonwealth. 
I have been on both of these teams on and off throughout the year. I usually love VCU for an upset. I've really been impressed with this Oregon team here, especially as of late. So I took Oregon and I got them at minus five and a half points at minus 110. And then you guys know Shaka Smart is one of my big-time favorite coaches. So I'm definitely taking Texas and the minus 8.5 points over Abilene Christian. I think um, the way Texas runs their defense and their press, I don't know that Abilene Christian has seen anything like that. So I look for Texas to get uh, get at least a double-digit win. Now, Gonzaga and North Fork State. This is where I had to have a little talk with myself. There's not a doubt in my mind Gonzaga's going to win. So what I first did was look at the money line. Well, it was like minus 3,200. Okay, yeah, those aren't good odds, so I don't want to do that. So then I looked at the spread. Well, the spread was like 27 points. I don't know that Gonzaga beats Norfolk State by that much. And you're like, are you kidding? They could blow them out by 50. Okay, yeah, maybe they can. But you've got to remember load management in college basketball this year. This is a different kind of season. Uh, Coaches have been trying to save players' legs. Uh, especially any player that may have, um, maybe they have sore muscles or they have had a leg injury in the past or anything. Mark Few is going to pull them. You know, they're, if they get up by 20 points, he's going to pull probably three out of the five of his starters. And he's going to want to get some kids in and get them experience at the NCAAs in case he needs them later when they get in foul trouble. So I really didn't want to pick Gonzaga and the points. But then again, I definitely didn't want to pick Norfolk State in the points because I wasn't 100% sure how bad Gonzaga was going to blow them out. So then I looked at the over and under. I think I got a pretty good number on the over-under. You may get an even better one uh, when you hear this this morning or this afternoon. I got under 154. I think once they get up, I think Gonzaga will slow it down some. I can see them getting up in the 80s and Norfolk 50s, maybe low 60s. And so that's what I'm shooting towards is I think Gonzaga will 75 and up. And then, like I said, Gonzaga probably about 62, 63 and below. So that's that's where I'm going with that. I'm betting the Gonzaga-Norfolk game under 154. Still think Gonzaga is going to win. Just can't bet it. Um. Missouri versus Oklahoma. This game, at the time that I made my bets, which I am recording this at 2.45 in the morning, um, Oklahoma was minus one. By the time you hear this, you may be able to get a pick game. 
because this number's been coming down. So I got Oklahoma minus one. I, I think Oklahoma will beat them. I don't I don't think there's going to be any doubt in, in, in my mind. Okay, this game, Iowa versus Grand Canyon. Same problem I had with the Gonzaga. Um, I think Iowa wins. I think Luke Garza goes off. However, Grand Canyon likes to shoot the three. Any team that shoots the three and shoots it fairly well can usually stay kind of close in a game. And the spread in this is 14 points. And so I took Grand Canyon plus 14. I think they're going to stay within 14 of Iowa. You guys got to remember all season, I've told you, I have not been impressed with Iowa's defense, and I haven't really been impressed with their team overall. I told you all season, I was not impressed with Ohio State, that Ohio State was just like Iowa. Well, we all saw what happened to Ohio State. So I'm preaching the same thing with Iowa. I would love for Grand Canyon to upset them. I have watched them several times this season, and I really enjoy their team. They're very excited and passionate about the game of basketball, no matter who they're playing. So I'm taking Grand Canyon plus the 14 and hoping they stay within that. St. Louis versus Mississippi State. Now, those of you who know me on a personal level, you know I'm an SEC girl, but I'm not picking Mississippi State. I don't think they're that great. I love this St. Louis team. Um, I love how they play defense. And so uh, I am taking them and minus the four and a half points. Alabama, another game. I think Alabama's going to win. I love Nate Oates. I love the athleticism of Alabama. But they're playing Iona. And I've been talking to you guys probably for the last three weeks of the season about the Iona Club. It's Rick Pitino coached. They do not give up. They haven't played a lot of games this season due to COVID. They were out 51 days at one point. And they are giving them plus 16 and a half points. I don't think Alabama's going to blow them out of the water. I may be wrong. They may beat them by 30. So you may want to fade me or not bet this game. But I'm taking an eye on it in the 16 points and thinking Rick Bettino's team's just not going to hit. And Nate Oaks is going to pull his starters, you know, in the last five minutes of the game. And Iona's going to shoot the three and get back in it. Not get back in it to win it, but just to win my spread. Michigan, Texas Southern, same thing here. Um, when I looked, I think they were uh, minus 28.5 or 26.5, I think. Um, Michigan over Texas Southern. That was too many points for me. So I did the same thing that I did with the Gonzaga game. I went over and looked at the total points, and I am going under on them too. Um, I got it at 142 and a half. So I'm taking the Michigan Texas Southern game and I'm going under 142 and a half. LSU and St. Bonaventure. Everybody is calling this an upset game. 
there is a lot of money in Vegas. Um, I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and then I read, um, I think it was Betting Pros or Active, or Action, and they were talking about how much money was coming in on the Bonnies. Guys, I don't think that the St. Bonnies are going to win. Um, LSU is giving up a point and a half. So I'm taking LSU minus one and a half. I, I, I don't think they're going to blow them out. But I think LSU wins this game by like seven to nine points, something like that. So I just don't see the spread even being a factor. Kansas and Eastern Washington. I am going to be very honest with you. Kansas is usually a team that I consider choke artists. Them in North Carolina, I always pick to go out early sometime. They usually don't go out in the first round, though. So I got to go with Kansas, minus 10.5 points over Eastern Washington. I tried to find some of their games this week when I found out they were going to be in it and wasn't real successful. I didn't see them play. Um, I've only read about them, and I just think Texas, or excuse me, Kansas is going to, you know, hold on to this. So I'm picking Kansas at minus 10.5. My hated rivals just look good this year, uh, and I hate to say that. It, it pains me to say that Florida State is looking good this year. But I'm choosing Florida State minus 10.5 over NC Greensboro. Now, I know that NC Greensboro has held their own all year. Their conference isn't very good, though. So it's easy to look good in a bad conference. I think Florida State does win this game, and they cover the spread. Georgetown versus Colorado. Everybody is on Colorado. Everybody's on Colorado. I can't be. Patrick Ewing just took this team in Madison Square Garden, and they won three straight. Did you see how excited they were? How can you bet against them when they're getting plus six? They're getting six points. Now, do I think they can win? Yes. Do I think they will win? Uh, probably not. But I think they keep it within two scores. I really do. And so I'm taking Georgetown plus six. And then Memphis versus Dayton. If you know anything about me, you know that I love Coach Anthony Grant of Dayton. I love what he preaches, his culture. Um, I love his defense. He's tweaked his offense. I'm not real sure I like it. But I really like Dayton. I loved Dayton basketball last year. Of course, they lost everybody. So that's why I'm taking Memphis. We're going Memphis minus four and a half as bad as I hate to, against the Dayton Flowers. And the next game seems to be one of the hardest games for most people to pick. Connecticut versus Maryland. I didn't think it was real hard to pick. I didn't watch all of Maryland's games. The games I have watched, they haven't been real impressive to me. Um... You know, I watched them play Duke, and 
Duke as bad as they were this year, Maryland didn't blow them out or take it to them or anything like that. However, every time I watch Connecticut, they fought for every possession, every loose ball, every rebound, and they were just impressive to me. I love their coach, and I'm taking Connecticut minus three over Maryland. I got two plays on this game. I am big on Mark Pope. I like Mick Cronin, who is USCLA's coach, but BYU versus LSU, I don't know. I think it's going to be an exciting game, especially in the first half. It's definitely a game I want to watch. Um, Now, if another game starts early that I really want to watch, then I may turn it off at the end. But this is a game I'm probably going to start out watching because they're kind of similar. I love Mark Pope as a coach, and I especially like this BYU team that he's put together. I'm taking them minus four over UCLA. But I told you I have two plays here because I'm taking the over 138 and a half is what I got. Both these teams like to score, and they love to take it to each other. So I'm going over the 138.5 on this one because I think these teams get it up and down the floor and they score. Virginia versus Ohio. We know that Virginia likes to play at a slower pace. I think that really frustrates Ohio. Ohio gets antsy when you play good defense. And the Cavs, they play good defense. Plus, they enjoy passing the ball around until they get a good shot. So, like I said, I think they're going to slow the game down. So, I'm doing Virginia minus 7 over Ohio, but I'm also... Taking the over 130 and a half. Here's why. I do think it's a slow game. And and obviously the booker bookmakers are thinking it's going to be a slow game. I mean, they're predicting basically 65 points a, a piece. Well, I think this game gets up in the 70s. I really do. And... That's what I'm counting on and weighing it on. So I'm taking Virginia, and I'm taking the over 130.5. These last two teams should not surprise anyone that's been listening to this podcast since it started. I am running with the two teams that brought me here and has gave me a great betting record. I have one and one and one with these teams. Now you watch, I brag on them and they'll both lose. But these two teams, the Creighton Blue Jays, I love Coach McDermott. And I think they shoot the ball unbelievable. Uh Cal Santa Barbara likes to pack it in. They have really good uh, post defense. Well, Creighton will go into the post, but 
they like to shoot the three. And so I think Cal, with him, the way they're working around, I think Cal's not going to be able to get out there and really cover him on the three-point line. So I think I'm – well, I know I've already placed the bet. Taking Creighton minus the seven and a half over Cal Santa Barbara. And then I'm also taking the over. Over uh, 137 and a half is what I got. Um, I think Creighton makes Santa Barbara play at their pace, and I just think they score. So I'm taking the over 137 and a half. And then you guys know, or you should know, if you've been listening to this, the Drake Bulldogs, I am taking them and I'm taking the points plus six and a half. Over USC. Yes, I know Drake's, one of their big players, is out. Guess what? He's been out the last five or six games. They've already learned how to play without him. So, I like I said, they're the ones that got me here with a lot of my betting record. I can always count on Drake, and I'm going to count on him again. They're going to provide an upset tomorrow against USC. So that is college basketball. And let me give you some hockey. I went really easy with hockey. I haven't really been studying it up. So I took some of my favorite hockey teams. Luckily, they're playing teams that aren't awful, but they're pretty average. So I definitely can't say that my favorite hockey teams are going to win. And where I am not 100% sure, I just felt like I can't pick winners and losers. So on the five hockey games that I picked, they're all over and unders. Okay. And so I took Nashville versus Florida. I took over six. You guys know if I see a six, I love it. So Nashville versus Florida, I'm hoping for a 4-2 game or, you know, a 4-7 game, a 5-2 game, something like that. So anything that hits a six, we push, and I think these two definitely go over. Next game, Chicago versus Tampa Bay. You guys know I love Tampa Bay. Chicago, since they've gotten their full team back, has really looked good. And that's the reason why I'm afraid to pick a winner here. But I think we see a lot of goals, and I got this one, over six. Winnipeg Jets, you know that they've been coming on. At the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, they're awful. No, they've really gotten it together. Both their first and second lines are scoring. They're taking on the Edmonton Oilers, and I think they both go over six. Now, this one is the one I'm worried about. Okay? So I'm going to warn you. You may not want to play this one. You may want to fade it. Whatever. But the Minnesota Wild, I've told you, they go wild scoring. The only problem, they're playing Colorado. Colorado has one of the best goalkeepers, if not the best goalkeeper in hockey. I'm not sure whether Fleur is playing tomorrow night. I couldn't find that yet. If he doesn't play tomorrow night, they put their second goalkeeper in, I am comfortable 
going over five and a half. If Fleur's playing, then I really hope Colorado is the one that goes wild just so we can get over five and a half. So this is the only game really that I'm kind of leery about. And then for the last game, I chose Philly versus the New York Islanders. They're big rivals. They're going to take it to each other. And I got that one over five and a half. So um, I'm really hoping, you know, for a 4-2 or, like I said before, a 4-7 uh, or, excuse me, 4-3 or something like that. I think it'll, it's going to be a good, a good, close game just because they're rivals. So... I think we've got, you know, 26 games that we're looking at. I think we've got some really good and interesting games to watch. Cannot wait. And as always, please bet responsibly. Do not bet any more money than what you can afford. If you feel like you have a problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. And I wish you the best of luck. I hope I have a good night. I hope you have a good night. And I will talk to you tomorrow about Sunday's games. And I uh, hope to see you guys down the road.